Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Arnista podcast, the number one knitting theme podcast in the entire known universe and Wisconsin. In Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. In Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. My name is Mike. By my side, as always, is Elisa the Arnista herself. How are you doing today, Elisa? I'm pretty good. Good. It's been it's been a crazy week, and it's it's been good. Well, in retail, crazy. Well, it's it's been busy. Depending it, on what's crazy about it, I guess it's. Well, yeah, it's it's the busiest time of the year. Yeah. And I'm doing a bunch of stuff at the store to try and make things better for me and for everybody. So this is a great time of year to be doing that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I'm trying to get class stuff ready, and yeah, it's just been it's been crazy. It's been very good, and now we're getting another snowfall. Yay! Yay! I'm excited. And it's I, a weekend, so that's okay. And I love driving home, and it's like snowing, everything's all quiet, and... As long as you don't have a long drive, it's cool. Well, yeah. There were, yeah, people suddenly forget how to drive and, you know, that they can't, like, run out in front of cars, because there was oh. a family with kids running across the street when oh, I was driving nice. home, and I'm like, you don't do that when you're, when you're like... It it was slippery. You don't do that when it's not snowing. No, you don't do that when it's no. That no, that we don't we don't encourage anyone to uh, no. go running in front of cars when it's yeah. So <laughs> any time, yeah. day or night, rain or shine, yeah. snow or not snow. Yes, any weather in any kind of weather. And so one of my friends posted today on Facebook a couple different things. She went to the grocery store just to do some normal grocery shopping. There were no carts, and then there were crazy long lines obviously the people that had the carts when she got there were all in line we're gonna get like what did they, i think something like a little further south maybe like nine inches which is a lot yeah but it's still just a weekend I mean, if you it, don't have be- enough food to last you like two days you might want to rethink how you're doing your shopping because true basically today and tomorrow by monday everything will be cleaned up by monday yeah they're very good at that yeah we're, we're in wisconsin it's what happens we're not like we're in in Georgia or something. All of a sudden, it snows and everything has to shut down because they don't have the the in, or, uh, the facilities facilities the uh, equipment equipment infrastructure. That's a word I'm thinking about, Elisa. Infrastructure they don't have to deal with snow. We're in Wisconsin. It snows every year at least once. Yes, it does, and sometimes once. a lot, and sometimes a lot more than once. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not this. Maybe this will be the once this year, and then we'll be done for. Well. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe for the year, but not for it's the It's going to keep snowing until your snowblower is fixed. Well, yeah, that's another thing. That's a thing. That's a thing, Elisa. So, yeah, and I I had one person. I was surprised. I've only had one person that came in today because they had to get, like, emergency yarn because it's going to be snowing. That I, underst- I understand emergency yarn because well, you might not have enough yarn at home, but you should have enough food. But we're closed Sunday and Monday anyway. But I mean, I guess if you're, you know, if you're like snowed into your house in like eight feet of snow, then you need. That's extra emergency. If the store's closed the next two days, what are you going to do? Yeah. If all of a sudden you need to knit a pair of socks and you don't have the yarn to do it, you just sit at home and cry, I suppose. What else are you going to do? It's known to happen. If you run yeah. out of yarn, you just sit at home and cry. Just go down to the basement in the corner and just cry. Just make sure you have, yeah, it, a snowstorm. I don't even need, you got you got more wine at Costco yesterday, <laughs> and I, I brought more yarn home. Well, We're the, good. What else do you need? I think we should be okay. There's going to be snow. If we need water, you can just melt it on the stove. That'll work. Or you can turn on the faucet. Well, but if the pipes freeze, then we don't have water, so we can, yeah, we'll be fine. Oh my gosh, this is starting to sound kind of scary. We've got like four boxes of Kleenex left, so we'll be good. Costco... 
quantities of toilet paper and paper towel. Oh, and I was going to ask you to bring more in today, and I forgot. Oh no! Now what? What if I can't make it out to the garage? I don't, we're going to have to. <laughs> I want the trudge that I'll put my boots on and make it out to the garage. I got my boots on. I wouldn't go too much in the snow with those. Oh, they're all like they're all like uh, waterproofed and Are stuff they? now. They yeah, look, they're like suede. Yeah, they're all I I, I water by condition them i mean i'm not gonna go and like you know shovel with them go waiting like gonna go like fly fishing or something no probably not no i'll shovel in front of the store with them yeah i suppose that yeah that'll work you're not out there too long hopefully unless that you get a foot of snow it takes a little while then i usually go out and shovel several times yeah makes it easier Mm -hmm. yeah so thank you everybody for joining us i'm gonna do this right away where am I? <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to donate to support this podcast. Last month, I made a $4. So, as always, we do encourage you to shop local. But again, it is the season. I think you, there's still time if you're shopping on Amazon to get things by Christmas. So, before you go to Amazon, make sure you're uh, going out to alisatheyarnista.com, Alisa's blog, where she blogs about blogs. And over on the right-hand side... We have a couple of Amazon affiliate uh, banner link picture things over there. You click on that. That'll take you to Amazon.com. And then when you put stuff in your cart and check out, there's a good chance that Amazon uh, may throw a couple pennies over our way as a little commission to help out uh, us here as far as web hosting and uh, audio equipment and all that kind of good stuff. That, that uh, All the expenses that go into having a podcast and a website and all that kind of cool stuff. You can also go to FireflyFibers.com where there is, I think, probably still time to get stuff in time for Christmas, right? Almost definitely. Almost definitely. Most. Oh, most. Oh, not almost. I said, oh, oh, comma, most definitely. Oh, most definitely. Not almost, but most definitely. It'll go out. Then after that, it's up to the post office. But it'll get there before Christmas. Yeah. So fireflyfibers.com. So if you need knitting to survive the weekend with family at Christmas. Yeah, there you go. You better hurry up and order. Oh, we have, uh, we just got an order of Woolstock in, so we have Woolstock again. That I know. I, how do you know that? I put stickers on all of it. You did. <laughs> it was a big box of Bright yarn. Right stickers on the right, on the right tags Eventually. Eventually, eventually. yeah. So as always, if you put at least $100 worth of stuff into your cart, make sure that you're using offer code FREESHIP. It's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. And that'll get you free shipping on that entire order of $100 or more. We will also have uh, the 21 color knit kit, slouch hat, on a string, bunch of colors of yarn kits coming in. Nice. This week. Hopefully, and hopefully soon. this week. So if you've been waiting, I do have some extras coming. I'm not sure how fast they're going to go. Last time we had uh, quite a few extra and then they were like everything was gone in a week. Yeah. But this will definitely be the last opportunity before Christmas yep. because hopefully they're in uh, this week, early in the week, and then they'll go out and then that's it before Christmas. Otherwise, you will have to wait. Yep. So pre-order, pre-orders are still open and I'm shipping everything out in the order received. So anything that comes in, they're going to be going out as soon as they come in i'll get labels ready in advance all the shipping stuff taken care of um but yeah i think they're probably gonna have to go out this week in order to make it there because post office post office is a little busy this time of year they get busy yeah and as always if you would like to participate in the podcast and you want to send us an email so we can read it questions comments suggestions anything like that you can send us an email it's podcast at elisatheyarnista.com and then we'll address that uh on the show here all right elisa What are you knitting on right now? I don't know. What am I knitting on? There's a list there. I um, am knitting on... um, What am I knitting on? I don't know. 
I do remember how to knit. Let's see here. I, I've been planning sw- classes. I've been knitting on my socks almost every day. Your socks, Elisa? Mm-hmm. My, my Opal Advent Kit socks. Yeah. And um, the ladies were nice enough to point out to me the other night that, um, no, it was Friday. It was yesterday morning. Um because I made it all the way down to the heel. I was a couple days behind, and then I got myself all caught up. I was super happy because I'm like, oh, I'm all caught up. And then I fell behind again. So I'm going to try and get caught up this weekend. Cool. But, um, yeah, they point out to me that um, there's um, – I just was assuming when I got to the heel insertion point, and I didn't do it right. Uh-oh. So I had to rip it out. So I'm a little bit – I made reverse progress yesterday. That's not, it's never a good thing to make reverse progress. But I'm going to do it right. I could have left it. You like to take, take the time to do it right? But I wanted to do it as right. As Mr. Rogers would say? Yeah. What patterning so, are you using for those socks, Lisa? Um, it's one by Susan B. Anderson. What is it? One? Who? Susan B. Anderson. Susan B. Anderson? Yeah, not Susan B. Anthony. No, this is a completely different person. Very different people. <laughs> Susan B. Anthony is no longer around to be designing uh, socks. Yes. They are the smooth <laughs> operator socks. The, the, the what? Smooth operator. The what? What's happening? My button won't work. <laughs> I'm pushing the button. It doesn't do anything, Elisa. Oh, no. What happened? I hit it like six times. <laughs> oh, man. I got scared there. That wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to work. Is your finger broken? No, it was definitely touching the thing. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I, before we go on, I, let me just let me try something here about... That works. Maybe right. it's tired of your joke. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is it's a good joke. <laughs> so what else yeah. you got going on? So I got I, I have a I'm a few days behind on those, and I'll post an updated picture this week. And I posted a few on Instagram, and um, most of them are on Instagram. Did you open your one for today? No, I haven't opened that one yet. I am. I have. I think I'm two days behind on it, so I'm not opening up another one until. I to get caught, get up? caught up because okay. yeah because I'm what I'm doing is you know I said oh I'm gonna knit however much I can well I am knitting however much I can which is but, zero but it's it, basically it I'm knitting as much as it takes to get the because I'm knitting from the ends I'm knitting two at a time so I'm knitting from the inside and the outside of like this teeny tiny like little like miniature ball so there's some yarn barf when you pull out the center it's you can't hardly like find the center because you know it's not really like small yeah it's it's small i mean it's like the size of what i don't know it's like the size of half a twinkie or something it's bigger than andre the giant big toe so it's really hard to like get your fingers in there and like find like the center of the ball without like pulling out a bunch of it so i'm just knitting until i get the yarn barf under control and then putting the band on it and putting it back in the box. So that's at least it's something. I it's suppose. something. Yeah. And if I feel like knitting more, I'm knitting more, but then you're ready to go. Yeah. So I think with what I have in my bag through, um, yesterday, I think I'm going to be able to, I'm, I'm probably going to be almost all the way through the foot. Nice. So, and I brought heel and toe yarn home cause I'm going to do heel and toe and contrast yarn. So. And you're also doing that in the opal, right? The, at least that was the plan last I heard. What? That you're doing the, the heel and toe in the opal. No, I'm doing, I'm using the Regia solids right now. Oh, okay. So I'm just using, it's a, it's a light gray. So. Um, yeah, it look good. Yeah. A friend of mine is doing um, with, and they actually, they look really cool. The 
each day she's putting three rounds of um, like a natural kind of cream colored yarn in between. separate a little bit. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. It's really cool. But yeah, she's, her and I yesterday were talking about how we're both, you know, a little behind. But we'll get caught up. What you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Oh. I'm playing with audio stuff. That's what a producer does, Elisa. <laughs> you looked very intent. Well, it was doing something I was not used to seeing it do. That's because I forgot to do something at the beginning. Now uh, it's all fixed, though. Was it um, hit record? No, we're, no. I th- okay. We are definitely recording. It's okay, making good. the little blue lines, so okay. I think I think we're good. Oh, and then I, the other thing that I've been knitting on, I started working on, and the, the, is um, the secret thing that I was talking about last week, and I think the week before too. The um, it's uh, the West Coast cardigan by Jane Richmond, um, in the Briggs Little Country Roving. Mm. Oh, I saw that at the store. That was the the stuff in the big bag, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It smells like sheep. Rollo wants to eat it. He tried to eat a little bit. He did. So yeah, I'm working on that for uh for a sample. So I'm hoping to make some really good progress on that that we- this on on that this weekend. Sure. So cool. Hoping to. Maybe I'll post some pictures of that as I'm going. So yeah, yeah. So that's fun. It's a really, really well written pattern. Of course, as it is. all of Jane's are. Yeah, yeah. Never a question. No, no yeah. doubts. No. So that one's. It's kind of fun because I mean, it's like it's it's color work knit flat. You're trapping floats every other stitch, and um, it's on size 13 needles. Those are big needles. So it's like. It, 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 I felt like I didn't know how to knit when I first started because it's just like it's so awkward. Why is it awkward? Because it because like the it's like big pieces of yarn, like super bulky yarn, and big needles, and oh, you're yeah. not used to that. Or? And then color work flat, and purling oh. and color work, and having to trap your floats every other stitch. And but it's good because you're trapping floats like every other stitch, so it's plenty of practice. Well, that's good. So then you get your motor skills all built up. Yeah. So yeah, it's fun. So yeah, I'll I'll keep update I'll keep progress updated on that because I think it's going to be a fun sweater. Yeah, and it's going to be perfect for this time of year because it's basically a jacket. Big bulky yarn, and then yeah, yeah, it's got a zipper and pockets and yeah, we're headed into that time of year. Yay! Yeah, yeah. I can the cold. I'm fine with the cold. I don't that doesn't bother me. It's just driving in the snow. Yeah. Yeah. Although, Elisa, with my new job, that might not be as much of an issue as it has been in the past because it sounds like they're they're pretty open to working from home in the event of a big snowstorm. So that's kind of cool. So the downside of that, though, is if there's a big snowstorm before you would get the day off. That's true. Now you're going to get to work from home. <laughs> yeah, I suppose there is that. But but that's good. It's, it's a lot less. I mean, you're not going to have to, like worry about like people calling you do i have to go to work yeah right all the phone calls they call off work yet five o'clock in the morning i'm like i don't know call the thing the message line where it says if they called off work yet i don't know i used to love i would leave like so incredibly early because i'd be planning like i you know unless work is called off i'm leaving you know we have a 35 minute drive and i'm leaving 45 so if it's snowing it's gonna be well over an hour yeah i'm leaving like an hour and a half two hours early Mm mm-hmm and then I get halfway there and I get the phone call that says, hey, you don't have to come to work. And I'm like, all I'm right. Like, all right. I hope I can I guess uh, I'll go home. get on the uh, off ramp and. Uh, Wait, so you get off the highway and then you have to get have back to on the highway. Yeah. <laughs> that can be fun. I hope I don't die trying to get back home. Yeah. Yeah. So I started my new job this week and 
I definitely know more than I did on Monday. There was a point on, was it Wednesday? Wednesday afternoon, an email came through. And I read the email. I'm like, I know what that means. I know what, they, what they're asking for. I know what, what is supposed to happen. It was amazing. Got a long way to go, but I think uh, it's good because it's a completely different area of the company than what I was in before. And so that's a little frustrating because I came from a position where I was like the expert and knew pretty much everything there was to know about everything to a position where I don't know anything about anything. That's exciting, though. Yeah, it's frustrating, though, because I like I, I you like to know things. I like to know you things. like you like I, planning and knowing. And yeah. I don't like feeling like I don't know things. It, it's a it's a bad feeling. But I know that I will get it. I feel like I'm I'm not dumb. So eventually what? I will figure it out. Well, sometimes I sound kind of dumb and I talk like I say dumb things. <laughs> but no, that's all. You're not dumb. Most of the time it's intentional. Not always intentional, but yeah, it was pretty amazing because I came in Monday was my first day and my boss and so my counterpart there because there's there's me and there's uh, one other uh, lady who does the same job that I am doing. So fortunately, she does know things about the job, so I'm learning a lot from her. Otherwise, I'd be in big trouble. But the three of us, we went out to lunch, and that was really nice. How 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 how'd the the eating going? Like the the putting of things in your mouth. Most of it was okay. I mean, it got a little salsa on my shirt, but that shirt already had a stain on it. So <laughs> whatever, I'm gonna throw it away anyway. <laughs> I like. I was wondering what you were eating before you went out to eat, and then you came home, and I'm like, hmm, that looks like salsa. Yeah, it was salsa. Yeah, yeah. And then on Wednesday, they brought in ice cream because they that we all did such a great job on the last project that I had absolutely nothing to do with. <laughs> I got some free ice cream, so that was pretty great. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, we should. Hey, Lisa, you did a great job this week. We're going to bring in ice cream. Here's some ice cream. And then on Thursday, we had a great, like a six-hour-long meeting, and it was... It was kind of, it was really cool because all different areas of the department got together and, and talked about, you know, big uh, accomplishments for the year and what we're looking forward to next year. And they brought in lunch. So I was there for five days. I got two free lunches and some ice cream. So that's not bad. <laughs> so far, I, I really like my job. Well, if there's food involved. Yeah. I don't entirely know what my job is yet, but I'm, I'm catching on. Well, apparently it involves eating. It, I guess. Well, that's why when you took over the food cube, that was... Yeah, that's always a thing because, you know, where I work, it's it's an office environment, so it's a bunch of cubes that people work in. And so mine was like the only open cube left in the area, so that's where all the potluck food goes. That's where all that kind of stuff is. And so I have to find a new place for us. I'm, I'm fine. If you want to keep putting the, the potluck food in my cube, I'll, I'll live with that. <laughs> you might not get any of the food. What? No, I'll eat it all. No, not eat. I mean oh, them. Yeah, no, there might not be much left after I get to it, but... Yeah, Maybe so they sensed that about you, and that's why they were going to move everything. That could be. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's got to be another open one somewhere. But like, he's a big guy. He's going to eat all of our food. Coming to eat everything, yeah. And I would, because I would, because that's good. Hey, wood and good. What are you... I'm just doodling. You're doodling? I am. I'm drawing oh, a Christmas tree. On your December calendar? On my December calendar. Orange planner notebook, whatever that my is? My lochturn. Your what? It's a lochturn. Okay. That's what it's called. It's a lecture. I don't know how you say it. It's German. L-E-U-C-H-T-T-U-R-M? Huh. Mm-hmm. Because a lectern, that's what you stand behind when you are lecturing. Yeah. So I wonder if that's related or something. It's not the same word, but... Well, then it probably isn't the same thing, Mike. Well, no, but it can come from the same Latin root or whatever. L-E-U-C-H-T-T-U-R-M. Oh, Rollo, look at all this hair. 
Yeah, you did that, Mike. I can't. I can't put this hand anywhere near the mixer because then it'll be full of hair, and that's not good for it. Well, don't put it anywhere near me. You're going to get it all over me, mm-hmm. and then it's going to get all over my socks. It's everything. I'll have fuzzy Rollo socks. Oh, that'd be okay. Oh boy, I'm trying to operate the mouse and Rollo wants pets. So yeah, that's all. I haven't. Fin- I didn't finish anything this week. Nothing. No. That's well, okay. I, well, I'm behind on my little mini my socks yeah. and my mini balls of yarn so but i'm trying to stay on track because i I'm, I'm still hoping that by the time this is all done um that i'll have i'm hoping to have two pairs of socks done so i'll have two new pairs of socks something to look forward and to they're crazy it's been fun though because I, I open up the little window and whatever's in there is what i knit with and i have to knit them in order and I don't like getting behind because then I feel like I'm looking at the colors that are coming up and I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to knit more of this one because yeah. I don't know if the n- next one's going to look so good. So I'm just... Do whatever's... There. So are you, like when you, since you're a little behind, are you putting them back into the cube, the big box? Yeah. No, I have I have the ones that I haven't knit with yet in my bag with my socks. Do you know what order they came out yes. in? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you don't want to get lost on that. Well, that's why whole... I'm not pulling any more out of there because then I'm going to get confused. But then I'm putting it when I, because there's always some of the ball left, so I put it back in the, I put it back in the day that it came out of, so mm-hmm. I can decide what I'm going to do when I'm with the with the leftovers if I want to change up order or if I'm just going to knit through them or whatever I'm going to do. It's fun. Yeah, it's a good way to do it. It's something different, and unique. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. So, anything else uh, knitting wise that you're working on? No. No. Well, it's time of year. There's stuff on the needles. I mean, there's, well, there's a pair of socks and there's a ginormous, super bulky colorwork sweater. So I think that's probably a good, that's probably good for now. Good enough for now. Well, especially this time of year, the focus is not so much on the knitting. Unfortunately, it's more on running the business and doing all that stuff, but getting tags on stuff. So it's not sitting in a box. Yeah. You got quite a a box fort wall pile going on at the store right now. (laughs) Customer came in yesterday and I was. I was talking about, I'm like, oh, I can't get caught up and I have boxes and boxes of stuff here and it just keeps coming and they just, you know, I got, I have FedEx, I have the mailman, I have UPS, they come in and they're laughing and they're like, well, I'm just going to put over here on the pile. And yesterday it was actually at a point where the FedEx guy brought stuff in and I said, I have no idea what that is. (laughs) So. Yeah. But it was, it was actually a surprise and I didn't know what it was because it was actually Woolstock, which I wasn't totally expecting so it was a big box to not be expecting yeah that's why it came in and i'm like i have no idea what that is yeah so yeah because they don't really they don't update me when stuff's being sent so but yeah all right so let's uh move it on down to should we do some knitting canoes elisa so it seems like especially recently but in general the knitting canoes has turned into kind of a more of a goat news than just about anything else. So it, we, it's kind of an excuse to find stories about goats. So uh, this week, Canadian Canoes music is this. is that did that, you do that no that's a it's an old youtube video that is that is not a person that is a screaming goat that is awesome <laughs> it's 
<laughs> so uh, we should post it on your Facebook page or something at some point. But yeah, so somebody, of course, took Taylor Swift's song and, and intercut the Screaming Goat video guy. What are you looking at? I was looking because one of them, I think, because our, our friend Rachel sent me yes. a couple of things. That, well, she sent me something else on, on Facebook a while ago, and I, I did never... I just looked at it. I'm like, I don't know where that came from. So we, I'll have to take a look at that other one. Oh, yeah. It's just one that uh, <laughs> she sent me. So let's take a look. So the first one's oh, coming. stop it, Rollo. This first one's coming to us from Jane. What is that noise? What's, oh, is this? What, what is going on? I don't know. Have an you au- done this before? There's an autoplay video on this, on this webpage, and I don't know why I was doing it. I don't know that it came through... I was probably playing through the computer. I don't know. Anyway, oh, Rollo, you are being really annoying. I like petting you, but right now I'm doing other things. He says, Daddy, I love you so much. Petting me is petting petting you is one of the favorite my favorite (gasps) things to do, but we should watch Elf tonight. We could. It's a good movie. He's the opposite of Rollo. Buddy is the opposite of Rollo? Yes. No, they're both I suppose he's not yeah, he's definitely not serious. No, Buddy is is not very serious. I can't (laughs) see Rollo having maple syrup on his uh, spaghetti. Oh, I don't know. Do you want maple syrup on your skeddies? I think Logan would like maple syrup on his spaghetti. Logan would like that. And a Coke. Yeah. <laughs> and a two liter Coke and a burping contest. Yeah, I think Logan would probably be okay with that. Oh, man, I got to do one thing real quick here, though. There. That's done now. Now we can continue with the rest of the program. So the first one, and uh, headline, 86-year-old man. This, oh, did I say this came from Jane? Did I say that Jane sent this one to us? No. But Jane sent this one to us. I don't us. think you did. Thanks, Jane. <laughs> Thanks, Jane. So this one is 86-year-old man learns to knit learns to knit to make hats for preemies. And so, uh, again, lot, the big time of year for charity knitting, again, especially now when it's cold and... Uh, People need the extra assistance, but especially those preemies with the little preemie heads. They probably have no hair on them. Probably not. I don't know what counts as a preemie because I was I was born a month early. Is that a preemie? I was like because four. I'm an expert on children. Yeah, I think we're I mean, we're both we're both experts, experts on on children. I mean, I'm yeah. I've reared plenty of dogs, but why don't we reared them? Okay, but no, I don't no, know, I don't. What, yeah, no rearing, what does that mean? Oh, well, we're all over the place now. <laughs> I don't even know what a real... child rearing. What is? is should we just, ask Siri? Is that just to raise a children? <laughs> I think raise so. a ch- raise chil- yeah. a child. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so we've, I don't we've know. reared some dogs. That sounds weird. Yeah, I'm grabbing Rallo's butt. That's rearing. Da, 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 da. Well, it's a husky butt. It's so. a husky butt, so you got to grab it once in a while because it's funny and he doesn't understand jokes. No. <laughs> okay, what are you doing? Uh, what are we? Oh, so blah, 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 so more than 300 preemie, preemie babies in the NICU. The at, NICU? The NICU at Northside Hospital in Atlanta are sleeping more cozily thanks to the efforts of an 86-year-old man, Ed Mosley, a resident at Dogwood Forest Assisted Living in Ackworth, Georgia, taught himself to knit so he could make precious warm hats to donate to the babies this holiday season. So, and here he is a picture of uh, a picture of Ed surrounded by all of his hats, and he does a really good job. He uses he does loom knitting, so it's not like he's not oh. using actual uh, like like needles hand knitting, but he's using a loom. Mm-hmm. And uh, da, 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 da. 
So the corporate office is it's kind of a, a bigger company that, that owns several of these assisted living homes. And it says the corporate office gave us a challenge to see how many knit baby camps uh, each community can make. Uh, Joanne Hobbits, the facility's executive director, explained the goal was 200 camps for the entire eight communities. But it seems that Dogwood Forest was the only one to really participate, which is kind of sad. There's a couple couple kind of sad points in here. Um, but it says Mosley is largely to thank for that. As a recently retired engineer, he excitedly took on the challenge and even held classes for his fellow residents to get them inspired as well. So that must be a lousy instructor because I didn't get many takers, he laughed. But with the help of one of his caretakers, other staff, friends, and family, Mosley had more than 300 hand-knit caps to present to the NICU Thursday, and the parents of those preemies could have been more, couldn't have been more appreciative of the heartwarming gesture. So, and then of course you have to have the the picture of, of a preemie wearing a hat, which is super cute, tiny little baby with the uh, with the parents. Looks like Dad could use a hat too. He doesn't have any hair on his head. Yeah, He's that, probably cold too. He might be. Of course, in Atlanta, Georgia, I don't know how oh. cold it gets. I mean, it might be chilly, I suppose, in the winter. Um, yeah, so it's, I mean, reading more and more of these, I'm thinking maybe that's something I should try. Because the the knitting thing with the the needles and everything, I, I didn't have. When was the last time you tried? See, this is this is this I've is. I've done what a loom hat be- before, but I mean, it's only been probably thirty five years. But I I've can, done it. You, how much actual knitting with needles have you done? Some, not much, enough to know that it's probably maybe not the right way to go for me. <laughs> so I'll do a loom. I can make hats. I'll make a, a thousand hats next year for the people of Beaverdam, Wisconsin, okay, and Dodge County. A thousand. Maybe not a thousand. And you're going to do extra life. Yes, and... that's only a day. Okay. There's, I mean, there's preparation and things with that, but I think maybe you want to set the bar a little lower the first time around. Maybe ten. Ten, I think, might be a realistic. Maybe goal. one a month. I'll make one hat a month. You remember there was a time when you said you were going to knit a washcloth a month, and then somebody bet you five dollars that you would knit I don't, five, and you didn't even knit one. I don't remember that. I don't think that ever happened. That's not a real thing. I think you're lying, Elise. I think you're making it all up. Nope. It was five, and it was five dollars. Yeah. I happen. guess in that case, then, do you owe her $5? Nope, because that oh, was no, not the Oh, no, because she bet. said she was going to give you $5 exactly. if you met them. Not so that it wasn't you, really a bet. It wasn't a bet. Yeah. It was incentive. Very cool. Which didn't happen. So I Babies think, and yeah. hats and... So I think I'm going to take Ed Mosley's lead. Maybe I'll give that a shot next year. See what happens. Okay. I don't know anything about loom knitting, so... He fa- well, if Ed Mosley, of course, he's an engineer, a retired engineer, so he's probably got a little more... Smarts when it comes to things like that. But he said it took him a few. My cousin Marie knows how to loom knit. Well, there you go then. When we go, Maybe when we go to Grand Lake in the spring or summer. Or summer. next time she comes out here. Of course, by then it might be too late. I think that might put a little too much pressure on you. Depending. I'll just stay up day and night. I will get no sleep until I've made my 12 baby hats. You're going to... Or people hats. I can make big, big people hats too. Right? You, you, can make, you, you know what? You can make all the hats for all the charity there, knitting. At the, you know, you can go hang out at the senior center. Maybe I will. Because they make a bunch no, of the stuff to, for the for the, the knit and crochet-a-thon. As long as uh, Extra Life is not that same weekend again, I could do it. So well, no, do they make the, different this, size looms for like, mm-hmm, the, is that how I it works? So. You have a small loom for a baby know. hat and a big loom for a big people hat? I assume that because otherwise the circumference of the loom, I assume, would be the circumference of the hat, right? That, that, that would seem logical, but I also said I don't know anything about uh, loom knitting. See, I'm going to know more about knitting than you are by the time this is done. 
<laughs> I'm going to be the best loom knitter that ever loom knitted before. So when I have loom knitting questions that come you in, come I will me? be like, oh, hey, you know what? Let's get Mike to con- to be the consult on that. Get Big Mike Mike on the line. we got a loom knitting question. So if you have any loom knitting questions, send them to podcast at com, and I'll answer them next year in December. We'll hang on to it. Don't put them in a folder. I'll put it in a folder for December of next year when I know how to loom knit, and I will... Yeah, I'm hoping you're going to be able to loom knit before December. Oh, because it's cold in December. I no, will... I was going to say you could need, the senior center. They knit, they make they make hats all year round, and I'm sure there's sure. somebody there that does loom knitting. Yeah, I'm I'll, sure they'd take you. I'm I'm I will. You're likable. I'm smart. I'll teach you're myself. Al- you're awfully gray. I was say my hair is gray enough. I could probably I'd fit right in there. You got a walking stick. They'd never know. That's true. I do. They, if you get your beard nice and long, they'll just think you're Gandalf. Well, I'm. I've said this many times. That once I go completely gray, I'm doing full Gandalf. The big long beard, the wizard beard, the wizard hair. It's going to be amazing. You're going to get a robe and a pointy hat. Yeah, you okay. can't get, can't be Gandalf without the robe and the hat. That's silly, Elisa. Silly. You're a weirdo. It's true, but it's going to be awesome when I've got my great big long wizard beard and wizard hair. Yeah, you know how much I love beards. I know you your do. beard right now is fine. It looks nice. Thank you. I like it. I kind of trimmed it up for my first week at my new job, <laughs> and then now I'm will going. You, will you keep doing that? No, I will give you. I will give you a dollar. When my my boss wears jeans in a in a hoodie every day, I'm not going to spend a lot of time trying to look great. I mean, I look great every day as it is, regardless of what I'm wearing. But you know, it's I'm not going to put a ton of effort into it, Lisa. <laughs> I liked it better last week when my cousin was here. Why? <laughs> that was pretty fun, though. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, you definitely should listen to it because there are some really good stories about young Elisa doing some uh, questionable things. I, and I don't remember them. I mean, like, what fun <laughs> is that? Really I don't question. even remember it. Yeah. But Marie remembers. So that, that's oh, she remembers everything. It's terrifying. She remembers, like, the exact date for everything. Yeah, it's... It's freaky. If I need to remember something, if I can't remember the date of something or whatever, I will ask her. Just ask Marie. Just ask Marie. And she will know. Mm-hmm. That's what it was like when I get to get, got, bleh. I'm going to try that again. That's what it was like when I got together with my friend Kevin, that he remembers all this stuff that happened. Huh. I'm like, I don't remember that at all. My brain is terrible and worthless to begin with, but. Yeah, it, it, it's a certain kind of, yeah, the brain works differently for, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she remembers everything. Yeah, so definitely go back and listen to that one. We had a lot of fun. It was uh, some good stories came out of that one. Some good uh, history of Elisa and some good uh, takes on Wisconsin and differences between Wisconsin <laughs> and Colorado, which are pretty good. Basically, it comes down to there's a lot of alcohol in Wisconsin, and it's pretty much right out right out in the open for everyone to just walk up and grab. She it. was amazed. That was like mind boggling. Yeah. Well, that was the first. Well, it was a wild Friday night because we went to Costco. Well, yeah. <clears throat> What else would you do? I was at Costco on Friday. Was Friday yesterday? Yesterday was Friday. No, today is Sunday, so that was two days ago, Elisa. Today's not Sunday. Well, Shh, today's sh- Sunday, Elisa. You always confuse me. I barely know <laughs> what day it is anyway. Don't don't confuse me further. Uh, don't take a day away from me. I'm sorry. No, today is, well, the recording day is Saturday. This will go up for everyone to hear with their ears on Sunday. All right, so next story, what is our next tab on my Google Chrome? Oh, this one is interesting and a little it's actually really cool. So the world's most romantic socks are knitted on an active volcano. Um so Tristan de Cunha, 
I, Tristan de Kuhn, C-U-N-H-A, however you say that word. Home of said active volcano is the world's most remote island, accessible via six-day sea voyage from South Africa. Its 267 residents are mostly farmers, makes sense, dwelling at the base of a volcano. Supply ships come once a month, and the island's isolation is further punctuated by the occasional arrival of a fishing vessel from Cape Town or a cruise ship from Antarctica. So there's less than 300 people that live on this little island. Inhabited since 1810, Tristan has developed some solid traditions. Okay, here we go. There's the annual Ratting Day, a public holiday with a carnival atmosphere during which islanders divide into teams, head into the potato fields, and kill as many rodents as possible. The dead rats' tails are severed from their bodies, allowing them to be counted, and an overall Ratting Day winner declared. So I guess when you live in an in, in a island or a city of less than 300 people, that's it's a big day. Well, and well, it, it seems like it's a dual purpose. I mean, everybody's getting entertainment and competing, so it's good for island morale, and you're getting rid of the rat, the rat population. Right. So I'm sure that's how it initially started, yeah. was like, I'm going to go out and kill some rats. And well, other dude's like, you know what? I'm going to kill more rats than you. And then dude number three comes out and says, you know what? I want to kill more rats than both of you put together. And then like 200 years later, you got yourself a, a festival. You have a, a, an annual rotting day. Annual ratting day. Well, I grew up in a town of 132 people in Colorado, and we had events there. I mean, this is like twice that size. So this is like a huge yeah, city. But you, you could go to like other cities here. I did. They, I, I had is, to go to other cities because we didn't have a school. This is a six-day boat ride to anywhere. That sounds nice. That sounds kind of cool. And <laughs> you can get there by a you take a cruise ship from uh, Antarctica. You can get there too. Do you think Amazon delivers? They do because they the the boat comes in once a month with um, supplies. So to get it into no prime shipping. <laughs> well, no, actually, it comes up later in the story. That's pretty oh. much exactly what they say. Um, so it's a really interesting uh, kind of weird tradition. So for young people courting, this meant knitting one another woolen garments with hidden messages. Stripes came to be used as code. More stripes meant greater depth of feeling. Was there something before that? I'm confused. Is Oh, uh, so a less violent, more heartwarming tradition is that of the island's love socks, which are knitted to express endearment. Oh, that makes that next part make a lot more sense. sense. (laughs) In the old days, islanders were quiet, shy people, people of few words, which makes sense because I think you would only want to live on an island like this if you were a person of few words. Uh, But this is uh, Don Rapetto who lives on Tristan, to demonstrate love and affection, they would do, or they would more do it by gesture rather than words. So for young people courting this meant knitting one another woolen garments with hidden messages. Stripes came to be used as code. More stripes meant greater depth of feeling. If you gave something like five stripes, wow, that was almost like a proposal of marriage. And that's kind of where this goes. Is um, socks uh, Traditionally, a woman would knit a pair for her intended, intended paramour. Is that how you say the word? Paramour is a band mm-hmm. called Paramour, right? There is, yes. Yeah. Uh, adding as many stripes. Oh, we should play rock band tonight. Because Paramore is in rock band, right? I think Elisa has an entire jacket to knit. Oh, that's a bummer. I know. Um, maybe I'll play rock band while you knit. That sounds pretty fun. That doesn't sound very fun for me. We should do that. Uh, that sounds like a headache no, for me. Elisa. Um, adding as many stripes as she saw fit. If the target of her... Look, this is where it gets complicated. If the target of her affection felt good about the stripe situation, he would signal his acceptance by knitting a pair of moccasins for the young lady. Oh, you so, should knit me some moccasins. I love moccasins. How long does it take to knit a pair of moccasins? So you get a pair of socks, and then you gotta, or you give somebody a pair of socks, and then you have to wait... 
I'm wondering if they're like, yeah, well. So how long does it take to knit, well, knit moccasins? I would think, are the moccasins, are they saying they're like mucklucks? Like, like, it just says moccasins. I don't know what, because I don't know that you could knit a pair of many Tonkas. Well, but the point being, you, you give somebody some socks mm-hmm. saying, hey, you're pretty cool. And then you got to sit back and wait like a month to find out if they are cool with that. It's a little it's different. Than, it's a little bit different than everything weird. that's instant right now with social media. And that's true. Yeah. It's uh, that's sweet, though. Yeah. According to the official Love Socks lore, the young lady would then offer. Oh, so he gets he gives her the so- or the moccasins that he just knitted. And then according to official Love Socks lore, the young lady would then offer to wash his clothes. And this was a sign that they were formally engaged and a marriage would follow shortly. So this island of like 300 people. This is a pretty complex courting ritual here. So I finally knit you socks. Finally, no, you six years, five, four years ago. ago. Yeah, about four years ago. And they're great. We were already married. <laughs> yep. So I don't wash your clothes normally. No. But we are married. We are definitely married, as evidenced by <clears throat> the rings on our fingers. So I feel I, I feel like I deserve you to some some moccasins to be knit for me. I'll you, just, you, I, I think you need to start with baby caps. Once I get my loom, I'll knit, <laughs> I'll knit you some okay. moccasins on, on my loom. Right. I'll figure it out. It's okay. got to be possible. Um, so Tristan's knitters still make love socks both for themselves and as souvenirs. Beyond the occasional cruise ship, the island goers don't get a lot of visitors. Supply ships that run from Cape Town every month or so uh, have scant pace, scant space available for sightseers. Anyone seeking a pair of love socks, however, can buy them online. How much are they? Uh, we should find out. Once an order is placed, Repetto says, we will get someone in the village to knit that pair of love socks to your specifications. Then it's just a matter of putting the finished socks or finished foot warmers on the next vessel to Cape Town. And here you go. There is no two-day shipping option. Regardless of the buyer's location, it takes a few months for a pair of socks to arrive. Oh, but if you, ever want you better to, be sure about it then. Right? <laughs> but if you ever want to impress someone with a thoughtful, unexpected gift, it's hard It's uh, hard, to go pa- hard to go past a pair of custom socks hand-knitted by residents of the world's most remote island. So let's see uh, how much they charge for these socks. All right, here we go. Handcrafts. Oh, so two large stripes. Man, they got all kinds of two large stripes and six small stripes. Oh, look at that. I like the two large stripes and five small stripes. It's head over heels and love. That's the ones I would get you, Lisa. Because you're already mine, so I I can't get you two stripes and six small stripes. Where does it say? Where's the prices? It's up there. You just went past it. Oh, now I'm getting dizzy. You can scroll down. It's It's not in U.S. dollars. I think it's in sterling. Oh, so, uh, they're in pounds. In pounds, so. So seventeen pounds for men's, thirteen fifty for ladies. So I don't know what's the conversion area. So that's, that's probably what like twenty five for a men's pair of socks. That's not too bad. Twenty-one thirty-eight. Yeah, so that's pretty. You don't even have to knit them yourself. And it comes from the most remote island in the world. That's pretty cool. What is shipping? I'm uh, guessing shipping is not know. included. Oh, go ahead and go right to the order form. I'm going to go straight uh, to the order form. Oh man, there's a whole variety. Like oh, you can get a recipe book, dolls. Oh my gosh, a rock hopper coloring book. Oh, that sounds pretty fun. 
You can get a floppy hat, Mike. No, oh you, my I gosh, don't... look at all this stuff. Well, this look is how they're living pounds. out there. They've got like a whole thing going on here. A magnetic bookmark, a fridge magnet. Of course, there are t-shirts. Love socks. Oh, I want a large novelty penguin. That sounds pretty good. Do you think? No, they're probably not real. Okay, so. They're probably not real penguins considering they're out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, there's your love socks. And you can just uh, state your style. So that's pretty. Maybe address, we should put a link to. Well, put a link to the down story. a little bit more. Is there? I don't see shipping. Maybe it depends on the size of your order. Five so and we'll, a half percent for PayPal. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, we'll put a link, of course, as always, to this story. And then from there, maybe I'll put a separate link to their website. If you want to order something, I, I assume that most of the people listening to this, though, are already knitters, so it might be just better to well, knit your own socks. I don't know. I can hardly even knit you a pair of socks for $21 myself, yeah. and then someone else does it for me. And it comes from, like, and way out in the middle of nowhere, It's which made is really with love, because cool. apparently I... I you know, I can't act- guarantee that I would be making them with love. Of course you would. Okay. Yeah, From I an would. active volcano, which is yeah. taking a chance oh, there, too. Oh, did I see a ballpoint pen? You can get a, a, ballpoint, a ballpoint pen. pen? Yep. You can get black, blue, orange, red, or green. Hmm. You can get a juice bottle. A d- you have to specify the color. They don't tell you what colors there are, but you have to specify the color. What a, what a juice? What is a juice bottle? I don't know. There must be, what is it with penguins? We've got a penguin brooch, two different kinds of penguin brooches. There must be penguins. How? If you go back, does it show you, like, is there, like, a place to, like, for the shopping? The what? online store up at the top there, does it? I think that's where we just were. Oh, oh was look at all this shop. stuff. Oh, look at this. Pretty neat. I can, you can buy skeins of island wool to knit your own Tristan garments, if you prefer. Uh, maybe, maybe. So there you go. So for those of you that don't want to buy finished socks, you can buy some wool and, and yarn from. It's from their sheep. Looks pretty nice. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Oh, I want to go there. Do they have like hotels and stuff or like, because I can't imagine there's, there's a big call for tourism. In well, I don't know. It looks the like they have, they have a the post world. office and they have a gift shop. I mean, it looks like an actual gift shop. So I'm guessing they have places for people to stay because, well, I mean, it would be the, weird to have a gift shop on an island if there isn't anywhere for people to stay. No, but it says the cruise ships come through periodically. Mm. So I'm guessing maybe the cruise ships stop in once in a while and then. They go back to the cruise ship at they, night to sleep. Yeah, that would be my guess. So yeah, we'll put that link there. I pretty much read through like the entirety of that story, but it's kind of neat. Again, there's a nice uh, kind of Google overhead map view of the island and a lady holding some of the socks. So that's pretty cool. Thank you, Rachel. All right, Lisa, I want your opinion on this one. So this one comes from Glamour.com, so I assume they know what they're talking about, but I'm I'm questioning what's happening here those aren't even ugly sweaters well they are ugly sweaters they're ugly but they're not ugly that's the point so ugly christmas sweaters can be swapped out for statement knits so apparently you take an ugly christmas sweater make it slightly less ugly and it's no longer a christmas sweater it's a statement knit i'm doing air quotes with my fingers statement knit those aren't those aren't ugly christmas sweaters okay just no wait they they will be when you see them but those are just like 80s sweaters that's that brings me back to my childhood are they though yeah i don't know they're pretty close the the crappy one is not necessarily but the the one with the cherries is definitely yeah 
the intarsia stuff. This has been coming back. Like Rowan had a bunch of patterns with like animal prints and some other weird really? stuff going on. Yeah, in the last couple huh. of years. And I'm like, who's going to knit that? Because yeah. how how you're going to knit an an, an intarsia leopard sweater? And what is the longevity of that? Are you actually going yeah. to be done with it before it's out of style? If you're really really into fashion, apparently uh, it might be worth spending the time. So some people love ugly Christmas sweaters. Love. Some people love ugly Christmas sweaters thing, while others give the tradition a a healthy dose of side-eye. If you wore plenty of terrible holiday knitwear as a kid and genuinely enjoy getting all dressed up for the holiday parties, you probably land in the the latter camp. The statement knit, quote-unquote statement knit, a huge huge trend, Elisa, for fall 2016 Mm -hmm. is a genius way around the issue. The bold sweaters take as much guts to wear as any reindeer pullover and are just fun to behold. And yet, uh, do your form and style justice instead of making you feel frumpy. Stylish girls like, I don't know, Lily Aldridge, Kate Moss, Camilla Camilla Bell. I don't know who any, I know who Kate Moss is. Have been spotted wearing them recently. And their chicness is proof that the move is a serious upgrade from your standard Santa sweater. So look at these. This one. So this That's is not terrible. This is not going to mean anything to anybody but me. But uh, what am I, when I was in professional wrestling school my lead trainer wore his his uh his wrestling gear looked almost exactly like that that same style was black and white it was just like that i was thinking it looked like something from star trek it does look like it kind of has like a star trek cut a will wheaton yeah it has a will yeah the the, his well known for his sweaters so this sweater is only 115 which were all from the 80s that's true 115 that's not so bad so this is kind of a black and white weird looking spiky Except it's not pattern attractive thing. no it's not good at all 115 is too much this sweater is 495 dollars i don't even i don't even know how i would describe this sweater and as always we'll have links to this if you want to see these pictures yourself but 500 dollars for any sweater is way too much much less one that is just ugly it's a coach sweater mike it's a oh mm-hmm. it is coach well, there you go. It's a Coach Wild Beast Intarja sweater. You can go to coach.com. I thought, I suppose Coach does more than just bags, huh? Mm-hmm. And here's another That's, one, oh. which is amazing. This one's only $80. So it's <laughs> a steal right there for $80. It, that definitely looks like, um, I don't know. It's like, it's blue, like a navy blue with white and orange kind of swirly stripey things. That's terrible. It's the not, next one doesn't. See, I think that's cute. This is a traditional ugly Christmas sweater for only four hundred dollars. Well, but I don't think it's even like it's. I don't think it's terrible though. It's pink and orange, but at least it doesn't have like weird like intarsia and like bobbles and you know like pictures of you know Christmas trees and stuff on it. It's just, it's just a, it's it's J. Cruz play on a Cowichan style sweater. This next one glows in the dark. Which I'm knitting, Mike. That's why I'm defending it. What? Because that's that's similar to the style that I'm knitting right now. That has reindeer on it? It doesn't have reindeer on it. And it has other weird shapes But a lot of them do. Some of them have have reindeer on them. Well, they have deer. I suppose it could be a deer reindeer. So this one is nice in uh, like a teal blue pink with red cuffs on the sleeves. This one's only $1,200 for this sweater, Elisa. Well, it's a metallic trim cashmere sweater, so it's not even like it just has red cuffs, Mike. Can't you see the sparkle? There's sparkle? That's what it's metallic cuff. I can see the sparkle in there. Can't you see there's oh, a little yeah. bit of sparkle I'm in at there? At a weird angle. That's so what makes it twelve hundred dollars. I suppose the sparklies are well worth it. So I 
I don't. I don't know. I'm not. Obviously, we talked about this earlier with with my lack of fashion ability. Is that fashion ability? That's a word. I just made up a word. That's a word. Yeah, that's you didn't a word. make it up. I, I like making up words. So yeah, but these. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Just go. If you're gonna do it, just go all out and get an ugly Christmas sweater and have fun with it and just be dumb. I can't afford a five hundred dollars sweater. Or a twelve hundred dollars sweater. Well, or if I can't if I can't afford a, a five hundred dollars sweater, I definitely cannot afford a twelve hundred. One hundred and fifteen. Twelve hundred was like a new like that. That would be like a new car for me. Like when right. I, in the nineties. Yeah. Like the one that's eighty. Okay, one hundred and fifteen. Sure, that's manageable. But you get the five hundred, twelve hundred. That's just silly. For something that's ugly. That, yeah, that's it's just, not even like a classic piece that's going to last forever. Here's a twelve hundred dollar right. sweater that's going to last for yeah. a season. Oh, so that's our Canadian canoes. At least I forgot to mention that the one, the one about the uh, most romantic socks in the world. Those the, that came to us from Rachel. I said thanks, Rachel. You did? Yeah. Oh, well, that At came the from end, Rachel. I said, Thank you, Rachel. Very cool. Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad you're on top of things because <laughs> I'm obviously not. So if you ha- if you have any questions or comments or or suggestions for our Canadian canoes, you can send us an email or on Facebook if you uh, want to post something on on a Facebook post from time to time. You're welcome to do that, or on Twitter or wherever. You can send us an email though to podcast at elisathearnista.com, and we will take a look at that and uh, address it on the air. Not really on the air, on the ether because we're on the internet. Um. I think we're kind of binding off. I'm already in the process of binding off, Elisa. You're all over the place. It's a good day. <laughs> it's been a good day. Well, you spent a good portion of the day at the store, too. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't there for just a few and hours. I, it's, it's kind of brain killing, putting labels on things and stickers. I and... think it's fun. I don't know. something I can do. I I can't help you knit a sample, so I'll put stickers on things. That's that's good enough for me. I got help from two people this week, too, to help. Because you remember we're... You in know, addition to me? In addition to you. Holy cow. Yeah, they uh, yeah. I had a couple friends that came in and helped resticker things because we have to resticker everything for the new point of sale. For the new point of sale, everything has to get restickered. Which is kind of we're more to the new new one than we are on the old one now at this point, yep. right? Except for online stuff, which is good because the new one wouldn't start today again, and then it wouldn't work in between yeah. too. So yeah, yep, yeah. So and you managed it. Excuse me. <laughs> I just burped. That's okay. It happens. It's a normal thing. It's embarrassing. No, it's okay. See, if we didn't talk about it, I could have gone back and edited that out. But now that we're talking about it, it's there. It's there forever. I'll burp here. I'll burp if you want me oh to. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am so mm. embarrassed. And this is going to be even better now that... I'm out of beer, so I'm, I'm not going to be able to help you much. Oh, good, because I was going to be even more embarrassed if you burped I, I wanted to just to make you not feel so bad, but but I'm not going to be able to make that love. happen. That's love. Thank you. <laughs> oh, what else do we have going on? So, know. you know, nothing, not We didn't probably, do anything this week. We Well, no, I talked about my job a little bit, but... So we're not going to have a whole lot coming up on the blog just yet, just because there's a... Uh, shopping going on things going on yeah 
here and there. So we'll pick more of that up this week. Um, we might do some random posts on Facebook and stuff about some of the stories we talked about this week and a couple that we didn't talk about that I may post anyway because they're kind of funny and silly. Well, and um, I do have, I have a, a, a project idea, a last minute project idea that I think I'm going to get on the blog if I can. Okay. In the next, I have, I, we have two days off. Yeah. That'll be nice. And we're going to be snowed in, apparently. It sounds like we're not going to go anywhere for the next week and a half. And Lisa's yawning, so that that means we should probably wrap it up and take off, because Lisa's going to fall asleep on me, and pretty soon I'll be and the only one talking here. Are you going to be able to stay awake for sushi? Yes. You're not going to fall asleep with your face in the bento box? If it happens, then you can collapse? eat my sushi. Oh, well, okay. We're going to go eat some sushi. I don't want to cook. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to go celebrate uh, my new job and get some sushi and uh, who knows what else. But thank you, everybody, for joining us again on the Lisa the Anisa podcast. Um, I'm trying to think of something like clever or funny or I think you should just wrap it up. To that, say that's... to wrap things up, but I think I'll just say, uh, I'm just going to say some words that are, are good and profound and have big meanings about things. Uh, but... Um, all right, everybody, we'll talk to you all next week. Cheers. Ghost to you ain't nothing new. Crawl into the bed. And she takes it off with skin so soft and you back inside my head. Like you're unraveling a big cable knit sweater. That someone keeps knitting and <laughs> 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 knitting. <laughs> knitting. <laughs> knitting. <laughs> knitting. <laughs>